Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And I hope you had a great weekend. I hope you had a wonderful Easter holiday. Maybe some of you even got an extra day off or two. Man, it was hot. Uh, Right up against 100 degrees. That's way too early. That's, you know, we're not supposed to get to 100 till sometime in May. I mean, uh, Saturday and Sunday, I think both days got uh, right next, I think, 98, 99 degrees. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully it, it will cool back down. But even still, you know, 99 is not that bad here. It's just early in the year to get it. Uh, but uh, hope you all had a great, great, great Easter uh, weekend. Uh, you know, and it's different now, right? The Depending on where you live, what you can do for COVID, what you can't do. Uh, my wife and I and our youngest son, uh, we spent pretty much the day together. His girlfriend came. Uh, we went to dinner. It was nice. It was nice. Uh, just different. You know, um, our, our oldest son stayed at school. They've got... Uh, football. They they they're playing now uh, on their their college football season. Uh, they're playing in the spring this year, so uh, they were able to spend it with some teammates who have family in the Chicago area. Uh, but uh, hope things are are going well for everybody out there. Got a couple of announcements to make tomorrow. You're not going to want to miss this one. We are going to have. Jerry from My Kind CBD, he's going to be on the air with the open forum, guys. Uh, he's actually going to be at the KHNC studios. Uh, so uh, now he's not going to be there all day, uh, but he's going to get there probably around 1130, and he'll stay till one thirty two o'clock. Uh, if you want to try to get and, and talk to Jerry, uh, if you have questions, maybe you have a particular issue and you want to know if CBD could help you or not, uh, he'll be taking questions on the air. Uh, you can email, you can call, you can call at Patriot, you can call the off uh, the radio station Colorado, uh, you can email the radio station, you can email me, whatever, however you want to get your questions. Uh, to Jerry from My Kind CBD. Uh, it should be super, super informative. We're going to podcast it, and uh, we'll have it available separately. Uh, at least I think it's separately. Uh, but either way, we'll have that podcast up on our website so you can listen if you missed it. Hopefully someone will ask uh, the question you had, or if you want to submit that question ahead of time, uh, we'll make sure uh, that, that Jerry... Uh, addresses that for you and and so we're pretty excited about tomorrow at my kind cbd i think they're going to be on the air so i'm on the air it's nine o'clock here in arizona uh it's actually 10 o'clock in colorado i think he's going to be on noon to one colorado time which is 11 to 12 arizona time uh but uh that that's a going to be a great show a lot of great information and and of course jerry is He's like the mad scientist. You know, he, he's the guy that creates, if you will, all of the products. Uh, there's a reason why 
uh, they're the best of the best. And uh, Jerry's the guy. He he knows a lot about uh, CBD. He knows a lot about health. He, he uh, is very, very big, big on quality. Uh, these guys are major award winners. Uh, I can't I can't even count how many they've won. They've won so many uh, awards for their products. So uh, my kind CBD tomorrow. So everybody can get ready for that. Uh, when we when we come back from the break, the FBI and the IRS have been busy. Uh, one of them concerning safety deposit boxes. Another one about Bitcoin. Uh, the anonymous nature, if you will, of Bitcoin uh, may be coming to an end. It's going to come to an end. I- I'll just tell you that right now. Uh, when that happens, uh, you know, it is uh, the only thing really in question is, is going to be when, not if. Uh, but they've been very, very busy over the weekend, and I will share that uh, with you. Uh, the national debt clock of uh, continuing at a rapid pace. But you'll notice if you if you're followers of the national debt, you'll notice that things have really slowed down over the last six months. I'll tell you why. Uh, it has It actually hasn't really slowed down at all. Uh, matter of fact, over the last. 13 months we've added another 4.7 trillion uh, but but we'll talk about that and then India broke a record when it came to gold imports in the month of March of course India the second largest gold consumer in the world uh, gold imports into India skyrocketing. Uh, and again, just another one of these things, uh, when we talk about supply and demand and economics 101, when you eliminate the garbage. Because at the end of the day, that's what everything really trades on, right? Supply and demand. Uh, you can manipulate and do things for a while, but it never lasts forever. Uh, so we got a great show lined up for you. A lot of things to talk about. And, and, and we're just going to have to, I think we're just going to have to accept, right? The, the government wants to know everything about us and where everything everything we do, every, every place we go, every dollar we spend. And we're getting closer to that every single day. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The physical delivery of gold and silver. It is what we do, uh, and we're just watching all of this stuff play out. And I don't know, right? Maybe, maybe we can rewrite the laws of economics. I, mean, I doubt it, <laughs> but maybe, right? That's that's what these central bankers really seem to think to believe, or do they? I mean, I know that's what they say. By the way, uh, I didn't even talk about inflation. Woo! The service sector uh, PMI came out today. Oh, get ready. Uh, one of the largest tire producers in the world just said uh, uh, they don't sell to the public. They sell to, you know, tire shops, all that stuff. Yeah, another 5% increase. Uh, man, tires, crazy expensive. But... Uh, there's no inflation. Just ask them. They'll tell you. Uh, 
printing money out of thin air, how long will it last? How long is our privacy going to last? Because they're really tied together. They're really tied together. Because this is this is what I think. They're, they're, they're setting us up. They're setting us up to go to a digital currency. And see, people hear digital and currency, and they think, you know, money. It's not really what it is. And I hate to say it is, and I love, I love Bitcoin and all the other coins, you know, because there's, I don't even know how many there are now, so many. They're really what they really are. And this may upset a few of you, but it's the truth. It's a tracking device. It's what it is. What's the best thing about it? It's ability to process transactions. Hundreds of millions of them simultaneously. And then put them in the greatest tracking system the world has ever seen. That's what it's really good for. I mean, not very many people... very rarely is it ever used as a currency. Okay, so let's just state that. Uh, the, the Bitcoin stuff. But it's the tracking that they love. Don't be fooled. This is where the whole world wants to go. So I don't know which one to go with first. You know what? I'm going to start with P.O. boxes. I'm, um, well, safety deposit boxes, excuse me. I'm going to start there, and then I'm going to go to what the IRS now wants for, for all the digital currencies, okay? So there was a, a retail shop. This was not a bank. Uh, it was in a strip mall in Beverly Hills, okay? the hoity-toity Beverly Hills, which we know are loaded with drug dealers and terrorists, right? Everybody knows that. I mean, if you ever grew up and watched 90210, uh, all the kids that were on that show, all their parents were drug dealers and and, uh, terrorists, weren't they? They rent private, anonymous safety deposit boxes. So someone figured out, you know what? There's a need out there. People like their privacy. Go figure, right? Hey, I'm going to sell safety deposit boxes. And people can come in and anonymously rent out boxes. In other words, they weren't requiring them, I guess, to fill out any information. It got raided by the FBI, at which time the agency conducted a blanket seizure of hundreds of customers' belongings. And in order for these people to receive their valuables, customers will need to identify themselves and subject themselves to an investigation to verify their legal ownership, according to the L.A. Times. Yes, all these evildoers in Beverly Hills. 
which noted that one customer has already gone to court claiming the government overreached by confiscating the contents of every security box. Because So here's the premise of this. The company, U.S. Private Vaults, has been accused of money laundering for drug dealers. This is what they said. Who anonymously stash guns, drugs, and cash. Now, I don't know the size of the these boxes, but, you know, okay. Maybe there was an evildoer in there. But everybody in there was one, right? Can you even prove that that happened? The indictment against the company states that the U.S. Attorney for Los Angeles accused the company of marketing itself deliberately to attract criminals. And I, I don't know, what I, and I never, I, listen, I've never heard of the company. I'm not defending the company, right? You could almost say, you know, I, I almost want to say, duh, like you didn't know that was going to happen. But were they, I, were, I mean, where were they? Where were they advertising? What were they saying? Hey, everybody that wants the money launder and all you drug dealers and terrorists, come over here. I mean, I don't know that, that you know, obviously they didn't say that saying that it brazenly promoted itself. Listen to the audacity that they had to do. Who the heck does U.S. private vaults think they are? They promote, brazenly promoted itself as a place customers could store value and valuables with confidence. And that tax authorities would be hard-pressed to learn their identities or what was stored in their lockboxes. Did they really say that? I wonder if they did, because then uh, that was probably not that smart. I doubt that they did, but I can't imagine they would advertise it as that. To access the facility. But again, this is the FBI. This is the government. To access the facilities, customers needed no identification. Are you kidding me? What? What? You mean you could just walk into a place of business and not have to show ID? How dare you? It just took an eye and hand scan to unlock the door. I mean, that's, you know. That's a lot of uh, identification, isn't it? We don't even want to know your name. There it was. It advertised. Now, this one they did advertise. Hey, we don't want to know your name. According to prosecutors. Yes, that that was where apparently that was enough for the feds. They used multiple informants. And at least one cover, one undercover police officer who posed as a customer to surveil the store and gather information about its customers. One, one of the company's owners and several employees are being accused of being involved in drug sales that took place at the business. Now there you go. 
right? There you go. As well as helping customers convert cash into gold in a way that would avoid suspicion. Again. Hey, I want to buy some gold. We got to have that record. Of note, U.S. private vaults shared a storefront with a gold business named as co-conspirators in the event. Well, I'm sure it was probably a gold company, right? That had the idea. Uh, but but uh, according to the indictment, uh, they're uh, being arrested for three counts of conspiracy to monitor money, distribute narcotics, structure cash transaction to Dodd's detection. And the government seized uh, everyone's right. Now, I don't know what's going to happen. And I just bring this up because, first of all, obviously they were doing nefarious things, right? Drug deals, uh, you know, trying to uh, structure transactions and things of that nature. But the, but the, 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 uh, the funny thing is, as I was reading this, it wasn't that the customers, right, were drug dealers and all that stuff. No, most of them were just, hey, I want to keep my transactions private and my government doesn't need to know what I'm doing. But everybody's got confiscated. It was just blanket. And then this article, and this goes to the Bitcoin. Because one of the things that people really like about Bitcoin is that, oh, it's outside the system. It's not controlled by the central banks of the world. Get ready. The IRS is asking financial technology companies enabling trade in various types of uh, cryptocurrencies to produce account registration information, account activity records, and other materials from any and all customers who had at least $20,000 in transactions. I mean, hey, I bought 20000 I sold 20000 You know, whatever it may in, in any of the above. By the way, uh, not just for 2020. Oh, no. From 2016... Through 2020. They say cryptocurrencies have gained prominence and value over the year. But the IRS says, you guys aren't being very good uh, law-abiding citizens. Because they're saying that the tax records aren't keeping up. Boy, get ready. Because you know how the IRS works, right? So let's just say you you, you, you you violated one of these rules in 2016 and didn't even really know it, didn't even think about it. Uh, by the time they're done with late fees and penalties and everything else, they'll wipe you out. They issued a summons, which in part is an ongoing investigation by the IRS to make sure all sorts of cryptocurrency users across the board 
are reporting and paying their tax obligations. <laughs> Again, they're going to know who you are. I guess that's really kind of at the end of the day. Uh, there's no such thing as privacy. How dare you want to store your wealth and do it in secret? That's not allowed. They don't like that. The, R- the IRS treats cryptocurrencies as property. When it's sold at a profit, the tax collection agency will be accessing capital gains tax. Of course, the IRS has to know that a transaction has occurred. And, of course, this is the, the, the thing about the crypto users. They, well, they'll never know who I am. See, they're not, they're not subpoenaing you. Well, no. They're going to the exchanges, wherever you have your account, and they're going to make them produce the record. Take the radio news hour. I'll be back right after the break. 800 951 Nine two. So, very interesting. On the one hand, you have a company that was trying to provide a service, which I think would be wildly popular. Pretty much a vault, for lack of a better term. They call them safety deposit boxes, you know. Uh, but but you had to, you only could get in with an eye scan and a hand scan, and they didn't want to know your name. If the government had enough evidence to say person A has been breaking the law using the safety deposit box. You think, okay, yeah, you get a search warrant for that person's safety deposit box. That's, that's not what happened. What they, what they did was, well, we've got evidence that some people were. And we're just going to confiscate everybody's. Right? And who I'm sure... The vast, vast majority of them, the government had no evidence that they did anything illegal. But they're going to hold on to your property anyway. Then you have this issue here with cryptos. And now the government's going to the, you know, the, the, the processors of these cryptocurrencies, right? Wherever you set up your account, you know, uh, I, I use Coinbase or I use this or that or whatever platform. And the IRS is saying, hey, give us all this information. Right? They haven't proved that any of these people broke a law. Well, and again, maybe they maybe they prove it that one or two have. I don't know. Doesn't say in the article. But essentially, they're telling the company, "Hey, turn turn everybody over to us." They said that one example, the only one they've given, 
is one unidentified taxpayer amended 2014 through 2017 tax returns to show a $1.6 million previously unreported virtual currency sale, the government said. And they're using this as the basis to do what they're doing today. They're saying that they are not saying that the the IRS and the Justice Department, they are not alleging any wrongdoing by the company. But based on dealings who have uh, with people who have accounts, the Fed wants more information to see who else may be owing the government money. The Massachusetts Federal District Court signed off on the summons Thursday saying it was narrow enough and supported by a reasonable basis to think some account holders may not be following tax law. So once again, another very clear message to all taxpayers out there, right? The IRS is working to ensure that they are fully compliant with the use of this quote-unquote virtual currency. We will will enforce the law where we find systemic noncompliance or fraud. I mean, I... Again, where's the innocent until proven guilty? Right now, now, now it's just well, we found one person. By the way, in the uh, the uh, safety deposit box case in Beverly Hills, the big bust in there, one box they said had almost a million dollars in it. That was. The big amount, and and again, a million—that's a lot. That is a big amount, uh, you know. But you know, a lot of wealthy people live there. But I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just—it's fascinating to me. You know, I could understand if they went in there. Hey, we just seized. $500 million of cash and drugs. You know, they there was, they got somebody had some drugs in there and they got a couple of guns. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so according to the IRS, between 2013 and 2015, only 800 to 900 taxpayers filed returns reporting cryptocurrencies. The number increased from 2016 to 2018, but is still far short of what would be expected given the numbers of users and transactions and the value that the the exchanges publicize on an annual basis. The IRS says that in 2019, it sent 10,000 letters to people it believed potentially failed to report virtual currency income. I wonder how they got that information. How would you know? But again, this is uh, my whole point. 
the the governments are not going to allow you to stay anonymous. Anybody that wants to stay anonymous is is what? Well, they, they must be doing something illegal. And what we're going to do is we're going to find one person that did. And then we're going to use that as the reason why we can now get everybody's information and and again this is this is exactly uh what we saw at the at the seizure of the po boxes or well the safety deposit boxes right which is well we we knew we we collected enough data on one person and we just seized everybody's and then on the rest of it, the 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 currency, the Bitcoin stuff, and I, whatever digital currency it was, hey, one person had to amend his taxes. Give us all the information we want on everybody else so we can find that. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800 951 Zero five nine two Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, you know, if it's too good to be true, uh, it is. You are not anonymous. That's, that's, that's just right. We're, it, and again, when it when we go digital, nothing will be anonymous anymore. You know, it, it's going to be. I, I'll, I'll use the safety deposit box scenario because this is. This is probably what it's going to look like. We're going to hold your stuff until you can prove to us that you obtained this legally. So, I mean, could you uh, see a scenario where on this day you've got to turn in your cash? Right. Think about now. For me, I think more about like all my loose change and all that. What a pain in the butt that's gonna be. You know, my my wife is for the. We've been married almost twenty two years now, and she has collected change the whole time. You know, and it pro. Listen, it's probably like a thousand dollars. You know, let's go crazy. Maybe she's got two thousand dollars of loose change. Uh, but having to turn all that in, right, it, you know, are we going to roll it? No, you got probably going to end up like everybody else. You're going to go to the the coin star machine and pay 10, 12. Who knows? By then, they'll probably jack it up 15%. Of course, I guess that'll be, uh, they'll be out of business, right? No more, no more loose change. Um, but you go to turn it in. And they'll set an amount. My guess is anything under ten thousand dollars, they'll probably be like, "Okay, you're okay." You know, your two thousand dollars in change isn't gonna disturb them very much. But what if you got a million dollars in cash or five hundred thousand or even fifty thousand? 
How did you get it? Well, every week for the last 20 or 30 years, I set some of it aside. Well, where did you get it from? Right? Can you produce a bank record that shows you withdrawing this cash every week? Right? You know how it's going to go. You know what? Why don't we just save each other a lot of time here? And we'll just say uh, that we'll take half of it, you know, or whatever it may be. Or, or heaven forbid, they'll be like, well, we think for 20 years you've been avoiding paying taxes on this money, you know, right? That's probably what we're looking at. And we're just going to hold it for you. You know, right? You try to go to the bank to turn it in because you know, hey, on on this day, right, whatever, June, June 1st, 2025, you have to turn all your cash in. Because after that day, it becomes what it really is, is worthless pieces of paper. And then, of course, I'll be, well, were you a drug dealer, a terrorist, right? You know, what were you? Trying to have ill-gotten gains. I mean, are they going to have drug-sniffing dogs at the at the banks? I, I don't know. Good. Just very, very interesting in how they've gone by, which is now, hey, we don't even need to prove you're just as long as one person was guilty, then uh, guilt by association for everybody. Uh, dangerous, dangerous place to be. Gold's up a couple of bucks, not anything earth shattering, but 1730. Uh, silver uh, is really unchanged here, just below $25 to the ounce. Uh, life is good on Wall Street, up 440 points. Well, because let's face it, the government's spending trillions, and that's always a good thing. All-time record highs by all the, the big companies, right? Apple and Facebook and uh, Google and all the rest of them leading the charge higher. Uh, today's special, U.S. $5 liberties. I've got 100 of them which I really like because that's a good amount of them. What I like even better, though, is the price, uh, 565 bucks. So you're going to save $15 a piece on the fractional $5 liberties today at 800-951-0592. Silver on Silver Eagles. I'm going to tell everybody, and I probably should have done it last week, and I just didn't know. Uh, about two weeks, two weeks, hopefully less. And this is not for 2021. 2021s, I can't get them. Two weeks on U.S. Silver Eagles right now. Uh, and again, demand has not stopped. I know Wall Street, the paper price would like you to believe it. It hasn't happened uh, they're they're seven hundred and twenty five dollars roll. Just be patient. Uh, they're still taking orders. It's just getting them is what's taking so long. Uh, by the way, when we get back, there was one item in the latest survey data that said was getting cheaper. 
Problem was, it was only one. I'll let you know what it is. You know what? And it absolutely makes total sense. And then I'll tell you all the other items that not the government, not the Federal Reserve, not the bankers, but the actual business owners said cost a lot more. 800-951-0592, the quarter-ounce $5 Liberty Gold coin. Back when our currency was backed by gold, a $5 bill and a $5 gold piece were interchangeable. They were the same. You know what was so funny? They were the same. Uh, These were minted, by the way, 1866 to 1907, these particular ones. It was $5 in 1866. It was $5 in 1876 and 1886 and 1896. It was actually $5 in 1908, 1918, 1928. It was $5 all the way up until 1933. There was no inflation until we let the bankers take over. Because remember what inflation really is. It's devaluation. So they're trying to tell us, don't worry about this inflation thing. We know that all the textbooks say when you create money out of thin air, it devalues the money. right? Because you're saying, hey, this money really isn't worth anything. Here's another $5 trillion, right? Here's another $4 trillion. Here's another $3 trillion. Here's $2.2 trillion, $1.9 trillion. We need this trillion, that trillion. It's not worth anything. So the businesses, in their latest survey, here's what's up. Chemicals, construction material, construction services, copper, copper products, diesel, electronic components, exam gloves, food and beverage, freight, fuel, gasoline, gasoline-related products, labor, labor construction, labor temporary, uh, lumber, uh, oriented strand board, Packaging material, paint-related products, poly products, uh, piney vinyl chloride products, resin products, steel, steel conduit, steel products, steel rolled, trucking services, wood products. I mean, on and on and on and on. There was one thing they did say, and only one. Commodity down in price. Personal protective equipment. Yep, the only thing that got cheaper was PPE. Now, here's the problem. You can't eat PPE, right? You can't power your cell phones and your laptops with PPE. You can't pay your rent with PPE, right? You can't fill up your car with PPE. They said that the move was substantial. The increase in the rate of growth in the service sector for the month of March was even higher than anticipated. And it's very simple. Why do you own gold? Gold is a hedge. What's it a hedge against? Well, we we use Federal Reserve notes here. So you buy gold to hedge it. Because remember, in 1933, okay, 80-some years ago, $5 got you a $5 gold piece. 
That gold piece is now $565. So that's what? 565 divided by 5. That's 113 times higher. That's why you put it away. 800-951-0592. U.S. $5 Liberty gold pieces. $565. God bless everybody. Take care. We'll see you tomorrow.